Philip Cloutier, President and CEO of Cartier Resources, a junior explorer developer here in the Abitibi Greenstone Belt, the Quebec portion. We're listed on the TSXV with the ticker ECR. Philippe, good to see you, sir. Um, I, I know we've seen you on, on the platform, but uh, I haven't seen you for a while. Good to see you, sir. Um, look, I just wanted to catch up with you because it's kind of an interesting period. Last 18 months have been very difficult for precious metals. Massive disconnect between price and equities at the moment there. Uh, and I couldn't help but notice you've been so sort of quietly going about the business of managing your money, like lots of small raises here and there. Why do it like that? Well, we've had lots of small advances, a different type of advances for the project. We are busy on delivering the PEA, deliver, uh, busy having two machines working and drilling on the project to yet again increase the resource estimate. And we're also busy transitioning towards a new audience because the preliminary economic assessment has given us this, 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 this entirely new ecosystem of the mining industry. And and we felt we should be rushing into that, but we should transition slowly and manage not only our efforts, but the cash burn. Okay, I want to come back to the cash burn. But sorry, you, it's something interesting there. You're saying that when a company kind of moves from through from exploration to discovery and then on to economic study phase, you think there's a kind of change in the retail or investor profile? The audience. Yeah, the, right. the audience okay. that the audience that sticks through with you through the prospecting grassroots uh, leading up to the discovery phase, that's one audience. Then there's another audience that's in it when you start drilling up until your first resource estimate. And in our case, uh, we've had uh, the sponsorship of Agnico Eagle and and and, and ultimately with O3 Mining, we merged with their property. And, and, and as we were working towards a preliminary economic assessment, we felt, and we got those phone calls from a, a different group, you know, institutional and corporates. And, uh, you know, it's all new to, to us and to them. So we're, we're transitioning slowly towards that and we're fielding and we're developing a narrative that is, that is, that fits our project, right? We have a specific, we have a past producing gold mine that, off the highway here in Valdor. So it comes with its benefits and its challenges. And and so and and since we're in a mining district, you you have to be careful what you say because you're surrounded by some very high-end uh mining execs and engineers, right? So you can't just drop off uh, a cost of building a mill. You have to be within the right numbers and, and the right parameters. But, but tell me, tell me what you're doing here, because it comes back to that money, uh, the, the money question, right? Which is lots of small raises. You know, if I look at your press release over the last sort of nine months or so, it's been yeah, mostly about a raise here, a little raise there, and I get that you can advancing through to deliver that PA back 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 in March. So obviously, you know, obviously that you know quite nice MPV five about you know just under four hundred million, you know, and and just over 20 percent uh, IRR, all good stuff, but um, what 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 are the things that you think you need to deliver to talk to the new audience? Um, the PA is a good start, but what what precisely do, are they looking for? If you're looking um, in the in your regions, obviously you know a lot, a lot of um, you know big, big uh, mining groups there, a lot of institutional eyes there. Um, 
what what do you felt what did you feel that you needed to deliver to them over and above the PA? What was specifically? Well, a project that obviously is economically viable on its own, right? So if you if if this thing flies while you're building a mill and you're integrating ore sorters, really high cost items, and you make a profit, then arguably it's going to be even bring more benefit if you don't put in these if you don't build your mill with the ore sorters. You basically lop off about 150 million. But one of the reasons for the small races is we're anticipating that in the PEA final report, you'll have a section called rec- recommendations and opportunities and challenges for the project. And we just wanted to keep our powder dry until we saw what these specials would recommend uh, as work to be done to bring it to the, the, the pre-feasibility or feasibility. So we're taking baby steps, uh, and that money was essentially being used for the diamond drilling. Now, once we know which option or which alternative will ultimately favor the project or build more value, then we'll probably um, then we'll probably settle on uh, the 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 solution that will still build value while. It, while incurring the least amount of dilution for the project, right? See, so, so it kind of interests me when when I read when I read the um, the release with regards to the PEA. Okay, you know, okay, you make an interesting point about whether or not you do go and build the mine and bring on all sorts one hundred fifty million bucks, um, which is not insignificant, you know, on a on a capex of what three three forty, right? Something so it was something like that, right? And obviously, ASEC is well below eight hundred um, bucks, so you know, seven, seven near seven fifty. So you'd be making a lot of money, but and and the payback under three years, all, all the kind of really good stuff. But is is the consideration of you know DSO or tolling or whatever? A reality for you. When do you actually go through the phase of um, understanding those economics, and you know how much money do you need to throw at that, and how long would that take to work out? Yeah, that's a very good question because so far we have, as you've noticed, we've paced ourselves very slowly from zero resources to five years of continuous drilling, four resource estimates, the consolidating to eliminate boundaries with our neighbor that can further expand the project east and west. We all know that in the Abitibi, your prime vector to grow resources is depth. So we're in a situation where we can keep advancing this project and grow the resource base. That in the PEA we presented, I think people can understand that it will not be a project expansion. We won't go from 4,500 tons of mining per year to 8,000 tons or 10,000 tons, but we'll be most likely going through an extension phase where we extend the mine life of the project. Uh, if you expand the project, you dramatically raise the capex. Uh, you have to resize the shaft and, and things like that. If you extend the project's mine life, then you're still producing a, a you know appreciable amount of gold ounces per year. We're talking at 117,000 ounces per year with a thousand dollar US per ounce. So that's a lot of that's $117 million of free cash flow for a minimum 10 years. Uh, the reason our all-in sustaining cost is so low is because we have a shaft and a lot of underground development that already exists. And the initial, I think 60% of the ounces will be mined in and around the old 
workings. And that's one of the reasons we have a good control of our cost uh, going into this. Um, but it's it's all about the extension, east and west, and a depth that will unlock additional value for this project. And it's it's really not it's not all that complex, but to constantly re-rate, rank, and prioritize your targets in and around the shaft, uh, do we go for those shallow targets? Do we go for the, the extension deep targets? These are the things that are constantly being re-rated and re-ranked, and it requires that we go at this and pace ourselves intelligently instead of throwing 10 drills at it. Um, I, th I think that's the difficulty that's lost on our audience right now, but is appreciated by the institutional and corporates. No, I, I, I get it, but I think most people forget you've got three million answers al al already. And if you're, you know, with the P and it's PEA plus or minus thirty percent, but you know, if you go through the phases relatively quickly with even what you've got today, and that's a kind of des desktop exercise, exercise primarily primarily in terms of the, the cost, etc. But it's a big project. 117,000 ounces is not to be sniffed at. You know, anything over 100, all good news. But my, my, my point is, if if you were sort of having these conversations, I know you're just off the back of a big uh, roadshow through through Europe as well. You, you're getting the feedback. You're getting to understand what people are looking for. That's why I asked you, you know, what is it that you need to present, you know, best, put best foot forward and all of that? And therefore, do you know where you've got to allocate the capital? Is it a case of, right, with PA done, PFS next? We, we, we understand the recovery rates and the metallurgy. Let's get on to the next economic study. Is it as simple as that? No, it's not as simple as that because we're share, our share count is, 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 although is pretty high by now, 330 million shares outstanding, although 30 to 40% of that is, is held by corporates and institutions. Um, We've got a nice protective moat. We're at a critical point where people are looking at what are you going to do next? Are you going to dilute the share count to get it to the next phase and build it yourself? Or are you going to dilute the project by surrendering it a portion of it in exchange for for that cash that come in to bridge you to the feasibility, pre-feasibility phase? The, the, right now we're not only are we transitioning towards a new audience, but we're transitioning to new expectations, which we're trying to math out. So it's it's challenging, it's fun, but I can appreciate that in a sideways market such as now, where there seems to be, as you mentioned, a disconnect between the price of gold and 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 junior explorers, developers, and, and miners, you know, their share price. I could appreciate that right now people are just in this on the sidelines waiting to see what we're going to do next and and that's what that's the benefit of having toured europe and part of the states is i got some feedback and i'm bringing that to the board and the team and we're working through that in the next month or so right okay and with regards to clearly like i said it's a difficult market for all precious metal companies big and small um so i'm not i'm not going to mark it mark you down for you know share price or, or 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 market cap or any of that, any of that sort of stuff right now but it's an expensive it's an expensive thing it's a dilutory thing to do these raises so really what i want to understand for you is it's about the efficiency 
of the way that you spend the money. It's about the value that you create with the money that you raise and then spend and you know where you allocate it. So you, you're saying you've got a sense of what the, what the things are that you need to do. It's a discussion with, with the board. Can you give us, shed some light on what that could look like for, the, say, the rest of this year? Well, just before I answer that question, I'd like to point out that all of those raises were small. You have a company such as Ignico Eagle, who has a $40 billion market cap, that in this instance bothered saying, Phil, we like what you're doing. We like your team is highly efficient in moving this foot forward and de-risking it. And although it's a small check, it's a big message and we're going to continue sponsoring your efforts. That was very recent. Now, in order to continue attracting that sort of constructive criticism and, and compliment from other corporates uh, such as Ignipo, we need to choose right. And we are waiting for the final report, which will, as I mentioned, include that recommendations chapter, which we intend to take very seriously uh, because they're, they will measure the pros and cons and uh, on various scenarios. Keep in mind, the preliminary economic assessment is not a detailed analysis of the optimal mining uh, plan for a certain project. It's, it is a preliminary economic assessment. In this case, they said, we're going to build a mill, or orders, this is the mine plan. And they could have said, we're not building a mill, we're sending it down the highway to any number of numerous mills, right? And, and, and so we're waiting for these for that chapter we're going to sit down and brainstorm it. And I think we want to work on the next phase is that will offer us the, the, the greatest amount of optionality to move this thing forward uh, and, and bring in the right partners to help us do that. Because it's a nice situation to be in. We have a project that is standalone, economically viable, we have a project that continues to grow and we're, we're still drilling it. We know the resource uh, is going to be upgraded and therefore the PA is going to be upgraded. Um, and, 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 and the only bad thing about it is it lands right in the middle of a market that doesn't seem to appreciate um, the value that we've created for this project. I mean, we've drilled it continuously for five years, uh, about $15 million invested. We're tracking in at $8.50 per ounce increase on this project. It's really efficient, high performance. Okay. I, no, I, I, I hear you. $8.50, that's, that's a nice number. Let me take you back, though, like just over a year ago, right? You did that deal with O3 Mining for the East Cadillac property. I don't think you got any value for that then. What... Was it about that project with that, that asset that you thought could add value to your story? If not, then when? Well, it was clear having done the internal engineering studies on our smallish Chimo mine project, it was very clear that this mineralization continued east and west and at depth, it would plunge onto their ground. That's the first thing. And then further along strike, maybe 10 kilometers to the east, there's another deposit called Nordo East. And then additionally, 
those corporates that had been in our data room said, you know, Phil, we feel this thing's going to fly and those property boundaries are limiting your upside. Get rid of those. So one, we can, we, we completed the consolidation. It was ignored by the market, got no value. What the other thing that didn't get any attention was the fact that once we had completed it, Agnico sent a clear message once again and increased his participation in card sale. And from that point on, well, we initiated the diamond pro program that's on its way. We've delivered the PA reports is next few weeks. So 2022 was, you're right. Everything that we accomplished on 2022 went largely ignored. Stepped into 2023 and delivered drill results in PA. Apparently, it's still being ignored, but we are addressing the story to a, a brand new audience, and we believe that this new audience will take us to another phase or another level for the project. And I, 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 I trust that when you build value for something, the market can only ignore it for a, such a time. And then at one point, it says, holy shit, these guys have built this value. And then they come in. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about what you think you've got compared to other forty million dollar Canadian dollar companies at the moment. What's what's what are those things that people need to understand and need to value in a way that they're probably not doing right now? Okay. So you, you obviously PA is, is is a good start. Amount of ounces is is a good start. But what, what's so special about you guys? The jurisdiction where we're set up. I mean. We're in an area, you could look at the PA numbers themselves. And when PA numbers are published in remote areas, you've got a lot of wiggle room. You could say about anything that, that there's no local operation that are going to challenge the, the cost of your mill build or, or your, 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 your mining and milling costs. When you're in Valdor and right down the highway, you've got half a dozen producers, you're more constrained to the with the numbers that you actually produce. I would dare say that this PEA is closer to a PFS than a PEA um, because it will be reviewed, peer reviewed by the local producers. And knowing that, you can't afford to lose that credibility because then your the value of your document, the value of your work is just thrown out the window. So that's the first thing, uh, and 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 I believe that in the next the next steps that we 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 work on here at Cartier for Chimo will trigger that re-rating that reevaluation of the project. Um, that's all I could say. That's that's what we're working on. 